Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy. Lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes up on napkins. What you had to say was more important, man, than traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back. Speaking of contemporary. What's good, family? And welcome to another episode of Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. This episode is sponsored by TC Unlimited. I'm your host, Jimmy Bonds, along with my co-host, Ty T.Y. What's good, Ty? How you feeling? Live from the 215, JB. Live from the 215. You know how we do. You know I can't forget my other co-host, my other co-host, lovely Miss Lucy. She's not here with us today, but she always here, always here with us in spirit. Moving right along, fam. Remember, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Also, remember, fam, you can follow us on Instagram at Jimmy Bonds Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast Bonds. Make sure you join the Jimmy Bond Podcast Facebook group. Let's continue to open a dialogue. Moving right along, family, tonight, 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 we have a special guest, someone special that we recently met, brought into the family, and it's so good to have her here. You know, I thought I thought it would be dope if we kicked off Women's History Month with a woman that's making history of her own. So, family, let me give you a little introduction about her, let you know who she is before we bring her on. Let's kick it off. So, Ms. Kia Chesson is the owner of TC Unlimited Boutique, located in Chestnut Hill, section of Philadelphia, PA. She has been in business for over 18 years and has become Philly's fashion, be- Philly's fashion's best-kept secret. Taking a leap of faith in 2005, she took her passion for fashion and has created a haven for all her clients to come back from the compliments they get and from the experiences that they have. One Google review said, I love, love, love Miss Kia. She's absolutely the best. And you definitely can stay fly from her boutique. Best female entrepreneur in the city of Philly. Another one said, hands down the best place to stop in Philly for your fashionable needs. The owner and the staff is very pleasant and the professional, very nice upscale boutique. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kia is a business owner and entrepreneur a leader, a mentor, a public speaker, a realist, a wife, and a mom. I like to describe her as tenacious, ambitious, creative, compassionate, understanding, original, attentive, dedicated, and very much so creative. Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to Ms. Kia Chesson, CEO, CEO of TC Unlimited Boutique. Welcome to the show, Ms. Kia. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you? How are you? Thank you. Thank you for that great introduction. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. I really oh, appreciate it. Thank oh, no, you for you, me. You are well. certainly welcome. You are certainly welcome. You earned it. You earned every bit of what I just read because this is what you have done. This is what you have done. So, Tal, before, you know, before we kick it off, I'm going to let you go ahead with the first question. I said enough, bro. Go ahead and do your thing, man. Oh, wow. Well, Ms. Chesson, I'm glad to have you this evening. It's, it's, it's wonderful to meet you. Um, question. With online shopping changing some people's you know, behavior when it comes to shopping, is that a challenge for you having a walk-in boutique as opposed to just strictly being online? 
No, actually, it's to my benefit and it actually makes things a little easier because we have a lot of clients through the COVID pandemic that did not want to come into the boutique. And luckily, we've been online since 2005. Um, it grew our business because now we had an option where they can actually pick it up. They can order online and pick it up at the boutique or they can have it shipped to their door. So when everybody's saying that, oh, online is hurting people's business, it actually helped our business because it made it more accessible for people who wanted to shop in a boutique. Big box stores, they do online all the time, but you don't see a lot of small businesses. You don't see a lot of boutiques that's online. Um, so it was good that we did have it in place already. And we just utilize it whereas though if you want to pick it up, we have an option you can pick it up so that you don't have to make any contact. We'll have it ready for you, packed up, and you can just come to the door and pick up your order. So it made it easy okay. for folks and it actually um, did really good for me. So I, I'm really happy that we did have it. All right. Now, being as though you're the queen of Philly with this, <laughs> do you see any anything trending in the foreseeable future? Yeah, actually, um, we had took initiative where we were helping some of the other boutiques who did not have it online or who did not know how to pivot themselves through the mm -hmm. um, pandemic. So I did um, help a couple other boutiques learn how to do uh, Facebook Live or Instagram just to try to put themselves out there to market more or to actually do an e-commerce account because some of them didn't have it. And um, it was hard to pivot um, at that time. Even my church gave an example and I had told people about this. My church was giving away money for people to just to get the equipment. But with my live, I have many people have an ipad right i'm on my laptop but i have two phones and i probably have about five ipads because we use them already for our business mm. <laughs> so basically <laughs> people go buy you an ipad get you an upgraded phone it's, it's ways out here that you can make this work and um, a lot of people did so it did help them so i'm glad that we were able to help them but for me i mean we we've been on and popping <laughs> we, we did a live today um i did a live around one o'clock um, we were done about 4 5 o'clock. I was able to rest this voice, change up a little bit, and here I am. She ain't playing. She ain't playing with him. That's what I'm talking. She ain't playing with him. Got to get to the bag. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so Ty, you didn't, I don't know if you knew about this, but, you know, you, you are a, a vet of QVC and how QVC works, right? Yeah. Oh, yourself. really? Yeah, yeah Ty used to work QVC. You work so, QVC? <laughs> yeah, he worked QVC, right. You know what I'm no. saying? But you know, Kia has a has a thing she does on live, which I call which I call the TC Unlimited QVC. Now it's not QVC, it's TC Unlimited it's Boutique. Okay, it's, it's a, exactly. That's what it is. You know what I mean? That's exactly what it is. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm digging it, right? I'm digging it. You know, y'all Nate told me about it in the beginning. I was like, get out of here. She this what she do really? But um, can can you, can you talk a little bit about that? Can you share a little bit about just that experience, how you got started with it, and and what you've seen the growth of of the business from you know just doing those? Yes. Yeah, so basically, what initially happened is that when we had uh, first heard about the pandemic, everybody was scared and worried and didn't know if they were actually had businesses open. Well, here I am at Chestnut Hill paying this high rent. I'm like, wait a minute, what you mean we can't open? <laughs> I don't want to break any rules. Um, but I'm like, we got to figure something out. So because I was doing my business from home and online for so long, I just kind of went into that mode. Like, okay, how can I do this? I took all my belongings out of my boutique and I turned my basement into a new business. Okay. Yeah. And when I did that, I simply let my customers know, Hey, we're going to be shipping from, from my home. I'm going to do my lives here because I still have to pay my rent, which I did. 
And um, from that, we did it like every other day and it was a demand for it. It was to the point where people was like, are you going to do it today? What time are you coming on live? Yeah. So since I was home and we couldn't go nowhere, I mean, it was perfect. I would still be able to, you know, sustain my business. So did it from home back, back in the beginning of the pandemic. And um, I went to the post office like every two to three days to ship out all the packages. And if I could meet somebody, I met them at the post office. And of course, three months later, we were back open for business. So now the demand was there. We had customers as far as Japan, um, mm. which I was really proud of. Um, just mm. by referrals, just by people knowing the struggle and just wanted support. Um, they were referring friends. We had up to like 120 people on our Facebook Live at one time shopping. So we were doing, we we're producing 20 to 40 orders a night. I wasn't doing that in the store <laughs> when I was open. <laughs> so I was like, wait a minute. Oh, this this might be something here. So now the demand, I had to get more product shipped to me. I had to do a lot of running around behind scenes, but I didn't have the um the business to open like for all day long, the operation yeah. of the business. So I just wanted to just strictly online. We also set up a location not far from my house where one of my other business friends, this is this is where the network and business friends come in. So they actually had a pickup spot for me. So if you didn't get your ship and you was in the area and you wanted to pick it up, I had a pickup spot that you could pick your stuff up. That was like literally near my neighborhood. So it worked out really well. But from then, um, we continued to do it. When we opened up, we did it to the point where though we had to slow it down to like twice a week because it was like oh. it was busy. Yeah. Twice a week, still back open the store. Um, landlord, I didn't like how he did me through the pandemic. No assistance, no help, no loans, no grants. So um i was ready to leave my place especially seeing what i did with no overhead yeah. um, i want to move into a bigger building mm. a year later so I look was at god right look at god story building yes we're well, on the whole building it's a little bit more rent but it was well worth it more space so we could do more shipping we have a whole fulfillment area in the back of our um, location so it grew the business tremendously and I'm very happy and proud of it because a lot of people's like, are you selling your stuff online? I wouldn't do that on Facebook. Check this out. I wasn't even on Facebook for the last year or two before this occurred. I'm so glad I was on it because it did reach a lot of my clients that I had and it grew me more clients. Yeah. So it worked out for us. We still do it. Like I said, I did one a day. Uh, we do 20 or more orders. Uh, we have a lot of return customers. Wow. And um, it sustains me. If it's a day that's Tuesday, Wednesday, that's slow, busy, not busy in the boutique, yeah. we make a couple sales or none. But if I do a Facebook live, we're doing like 20 or more orders. See, that's why I keep telling tell people like don't 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 put us push us up against the wall now. We we become creative. <laughs> Who said black people ain't creative, right? You know what I mean? We gotta do what we gotta do. They don't they don't give us no recourse. We they don't give us no 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 extra to do anything. So we gotta be creative, and that's what that's why I love listening to these type of stories, especially particularly with entrepreneurs in our area, because and a lot of our women as well, they just get creative. You know, we gotta we gotta figure out you gotta make ends meet, you gotta make it work, you know what I mean? So Yo, kudos to you. I think that's awesome. Thank awesome. You. 20, 20 yes. orders each one. I that's it. He's on TV station now. You know what I'm saying? I don't need need the QVC, right? The TV yeah. show. You over this job. He's still unlimited. Listen, my whole living room, literally, my, I don't think my husband knew or my kids. I had my kids, my husband, everybody helping us. 
find um Uline packaging and everything coming by the cases <laughs> just so that we could get these orders out. Oh, My husband man. was looking at me like, what are you doing? I took over the basement, the living room, and the dining room. <laughs> And one day, not to like brag on me, it's funny now, but it, it is a big accomplishment that I'm very proud of. But one day I was like, you know what? They gonna really hate me if I show them what I'm doing, right? I don't want to say that I'm getting all these orders, right? Because they'll be like, count my money and be like, girl, you this, you that. So I was like, I think I better be quiet about this. Like, I'm getting scared. <laughs> like, this is This is like really, really happening really fast, right? But I said, you know what? I'm gonna take a video mm. of my packages of the ones in my home. And I just want to just embrace it because sometimes we don't really sit back and reflect on how creative we are, how how good God is, number one, yeah. but how we can really do some things. And I didn't ha have a clue, a plan, a nothing. I just went into like this mode that it came from nowhere, for real. And yeah. I took a video of all the packages. When I tell you, I had a probably 3,000 square foot home back then. I'm in a new home now. But my house was pretty big. I was in a twin in East Oak Lane. Mm. And the packages took up the dining room, the living room. And I just was like videotaping it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, I didn't even count these packages. <laughs> but it was it was really like, like for real, you did this? Like, yeah. I was like, a little surprised about myself. And then I'm like, I looked at the count that I did the shipment for. And I was like, we did over 500 orders. That's awesome. Like a certain amount of time. I can't remember the months. I was like, geez, we did yeah. this. So I'm happy and proud, but I was just like, did this really happen? Is this real? Yeah, now that's awesome. I mean, that's that's awesome. That's yeah, you should be bragging about that. Like, now nah, she's I don't mean to brag about it. Oh, too much. No, you better toot your horn. That's 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 love yeah, right there. That's what's up. The haters is coming for me. Now let <laughs> so, let them come. Let them let them come. Just let them come. I, I, listen, I know how they are. They're yeah. coming, <laughs> coming for me. So I was like, all right, you know what. I didn't put that video out. I talked about it to my pastor and talked about it to close friends. But I was like, if I put this video up, they're gonna be looking at me like. I'm and they're gonna you, you put a target on your back, right? That's yes, like, exactly. I don't need no targets, right? I, I understand. Funny enough, I connected with a lot of different other businesses on Instagram and Facebook through this time, and I met this young lady. Um, she had a business in Louisiana, mm -hmm. and we were selling similar stuff. So we connected and partnered up and some some of my things, because everything was like hard to get. She was actually um, giving me stuff wholesale so that I could sell it here locally. And when I mm. tell you, she was doing the doing thing back then. She had a computer where you could just see the printout just rolling down the whole. She she it was it was amazing. So I was like, if she can do this, your girl won't do it. Too. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Let me ask you this question. Here's, here's a little, you know, something off. You know, similar to a painter or a poet or a singer, would you consider yourself an artist? Yes, I'm artsy. I will say I'm artsy. I'm and, and I, I, I mean that. I mean that more in terms of like you get your clients coming in. You know, they might see what they want or X, Y, Z, but you really, you really help them kind of project the look that they might be looking for. Or something they might not even notice that they, you know, that they just stumbled upon. Like, well, I didn't know this was gonna look like this. You know, you do you have a vision and a good eye? And that's what I'm saying. That's my if that's so art, that's me because I do look at most of my clients when they come in. Um, a lot of them compare themselves to me as well. So I take a lot of pictures and my product as well, and I kind of let them know how it fit on me for my body type, and if it was to fit on their body type, if it's similar. 
So um, I usually compare myself to most of my clients. Um, I do also do a good look at them and just kind of judge them. We have a wall that says curvy girl friendly, curvy mm. girl. And some mm. things I say is curvy girl friendly because I'm curvy. I'm tall. I'm 5'8". I don't want to say my weight, but I'm getting up there. <laughs> but um, I'm curvy and I'm tall. I understand. So yeah. That's a challenge for a lot of um, black women. We have hips. Um, I don't really have a, uh, have a small waistline, but I'm pretty um, curvy in other places. So that's a challenge, and but that's a lot of women nowadays, um, depending on their height and you know, um, their bus size, their hip size. So I kind of look at that and I kind of try to help them to buy things that's flattering for their body type because uh, some people don't know and they need help. So a lot of times, you know, I'm there to, to give them that help or to guide them. Like, you know, we have things that are made for curvy girls might have stretch, may not have stretch. I may can't get in it. So if I can't get in it, you might can't get in it. It doesn't have enough stretch. So I'm I'm giving them an honest opinion, but I'm also giving them, you know, some choices that may work for them. So when you look at, uh, when you come into the boutique and if you need help, that's what we should do for you. It's a boutique. So we want to give you that personal service. If I got to get in the dressing room with you to help you zip up something or to make something fit, I'm there. I'm that girl. But uh, I think if I was shopping at any other establishment, which I do, um, I want that kind of service too. I want someone to be attentive to my needs and I don't want somebody to tell me something that's not true. Like, Mm, you can't fit that or you, you need to get the bigger size, you know, that kind of thing. So, yes, I think you really do need to know your clientele. You need to know how to engage with them and you can relate to them. Mm -hmm. Most people are around my age. I'm almost 50. I don't mm. look it. I don't look it. No, not at all. Not at <laughs> um, all. I'm hitting 50 in a couple of years, two more years to be exact. Um, Amen. And I still want to look a certain way. I don't want to look like I am in my 20s, although I want to have you think I'm in my twenties, but I don't want to look that that way. My clothes should not appear that way. They should, yeah. you know, fit to my body type. They should look like a grown woman. For yeah. I completely understand that. I completely <laughs> understand I that. People, but you know what I mean, right? It's true. I mean, but that, that was that. That was what I was saying, though. Like, you know, you have to help them see what maybe they don't see. You know, or help them explore what they what they might not explore, you know, and that's something I noticed just not just from your reviews, just but just from watching what women have said just in response to, to your to your boutique, from their experience, from the fact that they just love like the you know, it feels like a down home type of type of environment when they come in there. And you know, it tell me this though. I saw something and I don't know if this is the case or not, but the term girlfriends, do you girlfriends. use that? Do you use that? That, that's what I'm saying. You use that for your clients, don't you? Yes, and that, I do. And that's what I thought more. I was like, you know, she calls her clients her girlfriends. And, my and girlfriends. That, I mean, that creates a family type of environment. Like, yo, we family. I'm going to look out for you. I'm going to make sure you go out here and you don't look crazy. You look yeah. like, like you want to look, you know. And I, I just found that to be fascinating. Talk a little bit about the girlfriends thing, though. Where, where did that come from? So my little signature um, introduction when I start my live post is, hello, hello, hello. Hey, girlfriends. And I do have some gentlemen, so every now and then I'll say gentlemen too, but for the most part, it's girlfriends. So it's hello, 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 and hey, girlfriend. And if it's a birthday, if we need prayer, if there's anything going on and they um, let me know, we also take a moment to shout it out and make sure we let them know because everybody's our girlfriends. So yes, that's like a signature thing that I do when we start and throughout the whole live. And when you come into the boutique, I usually, 
um, pretty much, I would say I'm getting older, my memory get a little crazy, but 90% of the time, I know each and every one of my clients. I know from the stories they said about their children, where they going, what they need to dress for, if it's their birthday, I usually don't forget nobody. 90% of the time, unless I haven't seen you in a while, I, I can pick you up right there, like that. Hey, hey, Miss Belinda. Hey, Miss Vina. Hey, girlfriend. I know my clients. Um, I actually have some clients that are some celebrities. I've dressed a couple celebrities over the year. I dressed uh, Jasmine Sullivan, mother, the oh. police commissioner. Um, yeah. A lot of uh, other people, I won't say their names, but I've had a few special people uh, come into my boutique. Everybody's special, but some, some unique uh, Philadelphians have came out and supported me. Surprise. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's it's what they say. Know, know your clients, right? That's that's yeah. the, that's the sign yeah. of a good business person. Know your clientele. Know who's coming in to see you. That way, you cater into them because not everybody is the same walking through your door. You know, so I think that that's that's really important. That's really important. Wow, Katai, she she killing it over here, Ty. Yeah, she killing it, bro. <laughs> yeah. She killing it, Robbie. That's all I can say, man. She doing the thing. She doing the thing. Thank well, listen, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come right back to it. Family, you're listening to the interview with Miss Kia Chestnut, CEO of TC Unlimited Boutique, Chestnut Hill. You need to go check out her boutique. Check out her online. Check out her IG. Check it all out because she's doing her thing. Much love to her. So we're going to be right back, family. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Listen to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. This is the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we are kicking off our new season four. Didn't tell everybody that. This is our new brand, brand new spanking season, season four. We're doing our interview with Miss Kia Chesson. All the way from Chestnut Hill, TC Unlimited Boutique up in Chestnut Hill family. She just dropped some bars, as we say, in our first segment. Now she's going to kill it over here for our second segment. But really, you know, Kia, like one of the things that, that jumped out to me about you just in terms of your business and how you kind of carry it. I mean, you've, you've been in the game for almost close to two decades. You know, that's that wow. that's that's called longevity. You know, that's called that's called like I'm not giving up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that, that, that that's called I, I gotta switch up what I'm doing so I can make sure we survive. You know, that's what that's what that's called. And mm -hmm. I think through the through the time, people don't realize the journey that it takes to to get to your level, get to where you are. You know, can you talk a little bit about 
kind of how it started for you? What what kind of pushed you out there? Your passion for fashion, as they say, what kind of pushed you out there to say, I'm going to do this. Let me try this out. I've always dreamt of wanting a boutique. Um, I've always, actually, it was a tomboy uh, growing up. My aunt used to say, you don't have no earrings on. I didn't like getting my hair done. My hair is really long. Um, I don't really like, didn't like all the girly stuff early on. But I started working out in um, the corporate world. I worked for Children's Hospital of Pennsylvania and Ch Children's Hospital and University of Pennsylvania. So my background is finances uh, for the hospital, for surgeons. That's where um, I started at. And while I was in um, working for them, I was in school. So my degree is in business. I graduated from Pierce. And while I was doing that, I was thinking of different ways to earn extra money because I didn't see those, um, I didn't see that career fulfilling me. And I also didn't see the finances that could finance the things I liked, such as fashion. And I would like think about like, okay, maybe if I was buying it and wearing it, I could probably sell some to my friends and get a couple of dollars in my pocket so I could finance, you know, getting some more stuff. No doubt, no doubt. It started off like that, really. And before you knew it, I had an online business. I started vending. Um, I got some contracts. I got a contract with Einstein. Uh, and I did all their hospitals where I would come in for the day or two. I had a contract, um, a yearly contract with them where I would set up in the lobby or close to their parking lot for two, uh, two days minimum. And from there, it just it just kind of ran off between networking with people and just doing my thing. That consists of a lot of work. I had to rent a U-Haul mm. and pretty much I set up like a mini store every time I did it. Then it grew to Lankanol, it grew to Chop, it, it grew to different variations of different organizations, uh, the Zetas, the AKAs. So now I'm vending part time on the weekends, holidays, taking days off. And I'm like, ah, I think I want to break a more. I think I want to slow down. Maybe I don't want to mm. do this anymore. So mm. it grew from working with corporate America and building my brand and building my clientele. And then finally, they got sick of me after me knowing too much and getting degrees and telling people <laughs> what I'm not going to do. <laughs> Sound like <laughs> me. <laughs> she got too much mouth. So 2016, they fired me. But, you know, they closed that door. I opened up another door. There you go. <laughs> Couple months later, I already had my business. Um, when that happened, I was just trying to hold on to that corporate good money because <laughs> I was a little afraid. Yeah, yeah. But, um, they did me a favor, and I didn't look back. I haven't worked for anybody since. But leading up to it, I did work. I think you do have to have great work ethics. I think you need to have some type of income coming in before you take this leap. Yeah. Um, definitely have some business savviness to you. Um, definitely know a little bit about your finances, what you are willing to put out there before you take that leap, because, you know, rent and staff is a lot of things that go with owning your business. It looked like it's easy, um, but it's not. Um, you really have to have a plan. You may even have to take out a loan. Um, and that's not easy for little brown girls like you. And no. you know what I mean? No mm. one wants to do anything. Um, so if you're not willing to work hard for it or set up a, a some kind of goal or some kind of plan of how you want to do it, um, think about it before you make that move. Uh, I had yeah. plenty of time. I did it over uh, 10 years before it actually became into a brick and mortar. I networked with different people. I was in a, another boutique for two years just selling my merchandise, like co-renting, co if you would say. Um and then I opened up my actual location. So it was steps that I did leading up to having my own brick and mortar. I shared, I did online, I then 
I did a lot of things. I had contracts. I had a kiosk in Plymouth meeting. Um, I did it all. Like I did different things just to she see where I She ain't playing with them. She ain't playing with them. No, no. <laughs> you have to see what fits for you, what makes yeah. sense for you, what's affordable, what you're willing to sacrifice. One yeah. of the things I said early on, I used to, I like nice cars, like most of us do. Not really extravagant, but I like nice cars. But I'm one of those people like, I'm not getting a new car into this thing is, you know, to this thing, the wheels fall off, okay? Because I'm not paying another car note, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had a maximum, I think, before I, um, I had a maximum, 2000 maximum. And I was like, once this car note is paid for, I'm not buying another car, but I'm going to invest this money into my business. So once I didn't have a car note, the money I could put aside for a car, I'm going to put aside for my business. And that yeah. made my business grow. So that was one of the things I do remember doing. Um, to help me. So you got to set some goals. Like what can you afford to put aside to build your business? What are you willing to sacrifice? You know, what are the things you want to do to enhance your business? Because it's not just about having a business, right? Yeah. Yeah. I also, before pandemic happened, a good thing that I tell people who's about to do business or in business, the city of Philadelphia has so many programs and one of them was um, paid by the sugar tax yeah, we didn't want to pay for that sugar tax, right? But um, there was a benefit they had at CCP. It was called a Power Up Program. They still have it. It was in person once a week for 12 weeks. This program ended or commenced right before the pandemic hit. But mm -hmm. I did take the course, even though I have a business degree, as a refresher. And when I tell you I got a new lawyer, because you mm -hmm. need a lawyer in this business, mm -hmm. a new uh, accountant, you need an accountant in this business. Mm -hmm. I marketing strategies, which is probably one of the ones I'm using. Um, there was also some information about networking with other peers, like knowing what they did, how they got through certain things. What do they recommend? So I hooked up with at least 20 of my classmates and now we hang out, we share ideas as well. So these are some key things that I wasn't doing prior to the pandemic, but now it was a refresher. And so when the pandemic hit, I also looked out and contacted some of my friends and I had a mentor, a mentorship for two years through the program. And that definitely helped me. So those are key things that kind of stick with me that I'm glad that I was able to, you know, be in that program, learn these things along the way, and also have some key people share some things for me that was helping me in my business. See, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like, listen, family, if you got a business, you want you want to start a business or something like that, you better be listening to what she's saying. She'll be dropping some jewels on you because I mean this is stuff that you it pretty much is for free. So you better you better grab it. This is information that you're gonna end up having to pay for. And she is letting you know about a kid. Thank you so much. Ty, I know you got a question, bro. Go ahead and jump in there, man. Yes. Uh Miss Kia, just to follow up on what you just said. Um, you uh, went over a lot of the uh, the do's as far as the business. Are there some don'ts? that people should be aware of as far as going into a fashion boutique, starting one? Yes, I think you got to have a realistic expectation. Um, some of the things that you don't want to do, um, I'll tell you an example. It's a crazy story, but I know y'all like my story, so I'm going to share with you. <laughs> um, I was in a location um, for four years, and what happened is I was sharing information with another friend I thought was a friend. So keep some of your things to yourself until you really manifest them, until they really come into fruition, until you really lay it out. So I was helping a friend because I'm a very helpful, giving person. I still am very helpful and giving. And my friend moved two doors away from me, literally selling the same products. 
some of the things that I thought I was helping them with other things, they was actually utilizing some other stuff, so to speak. So there's certain rules to fashion, just like if you are buying certain things and selling certain things in a certain radius, like CVS, they can probably move at every corner, righty, right? But with boutiques and designers, when you get into fashion, you can't do that. It's like a law. And usually your sales rep will tell you that you cannot, you know, be in a certain radius of another boutique carrying the same brand. For example, I'll say Samuel Dong. Samuel Dong is a brand I carry. If I'm selling Samuel Dong in Chestnut Hill and you are in the same location as me, you can't sell Samuel Dong. That's how you keep it exclusive. That's also how you keep your brand safe for the right price point. Um, but something like that happened to me. And um they had to pretty much shut it down. Mm. It was like, you can't carry uh, Samuel Dong. So those are some of the don'ts. Don't try to get in this business and emulate other people. Be original. Get your own designers. Create your own mold. Figure out which direction you want to go. You can be inspired by me or anybody else who may do similar things, but find out your niche, what works for you, because you can step, you can step out here and do something and think you're doing something. And if you're carrying the same brand as somebody, you're not really unique. You actually just copying. So yeah. you got a lot of copycats out of here, but they don't know the rules to copycatting. They don't know the rules to the game. So don't <laughs> don't, don't follow behind people if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You know, it's always nice to talk to someone that's doing it. I did that when I looked at my location. I looked at Manny Young. I looked in a lot of different locations. And when I saw that it was another black business very close to where I wanted to look to rent, I decided not to because I did not want to be in the same location of another young lady similar to me who might sell similar stuff. That wouldn't work well for me. It wouldn't be good in my spirit. So that's some of the things that I do have integrity about how I do my business, where I conduct my business. So I would say those some of the do's, those are some of the don'ts. Don't move next door to your girlfriend. Even if she's not your personal friend, don't do that. Don't do that. I wish somebody would tell the other girl that, but keep it still. Don't do that. I mean, but you said the key word. The key word was integrity. Integrity. You know, yes. Keep integrity about your business. Keep integrity about how you handle yourself. Like, no, that's that's real key. That's real key. Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Ty, for real, it's not like they're out there with the street cred. No, no, you cannot come over here and sell your stuff on my block. This is not your block. We're we going <laughs> to run you out of this job. Okay. <laughs> Don't make me call my people's on you. <laughs> Listen, I had to. I'm going to tell you the frank, honest truth. Um, when I found out this particular boutique was carrying a brand that I had, I talked to the designer and he looked up the research and he said, if it's, if it's anything like that, say my address look different from the other person's address. They may be using a home address, but I'm using my brick and mortar. They may not know, but once they know, they shut it down. Especially mm. with your girl over here, been doing it since 2016. You mm. cannot have the same accounts I have. That's just like, I, there are some other boutiques up there near me that's in a block or two radius. Love them dearly. Artisan, I can name a few of them. I'm good with them. We're cool. I'm not going to carry what they're carrying. You understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to go in their boutique and be like, oh, you have this brand? Oh, let me get that brand. Let me write that down. Let me start carrying it. You don't do that. That's not yeah. cool. It's yeah. enough for everybody. It's, yeah. it's enough out here for everybody. And what's for you is for you. And what's for me is for me. But when you do stuff like that, it only come back on you. It only come back on you. Double fold. So yeah. you can't do that. <laughs> you really can't. Oh, my goodness. Ty, go ahead, yeah. bro. My fault, man. Yeah. Miss Kia, what is it like dealing with the suppliers? Like, is it like you have like multitudes of suppliers that you can choose from, or do you select certain ones that how do you how do you go about that? 
I am selective and I always had multitude because the style changes so rapidly in my business. I can come out with stuff two to three times a week. Um, there's also, like I said, copying. There's certain designers that emulate the other and they may not carry, say one may carry, excuse me. Take your time, yes, one, take your time. One company may carry small to large, but I have some curvy girls, so I may need extra large to 2X. So they may carry it with another brand, a different color. So I like to give my customers an option. So if I'm dealing with Gracia, which is one of my brands that may go up to an extra large 1X on certain styles, but then they may have C by CQ that cover plus girls without a problem. They may not have the same colors, but the design is very similar. So at least I can offer this. So I have many suppliers over the years and I try different suppliers. I go to shows that's here to um, Vegas. I travel to different shows to meet different suppliers. I carry suppliers from California, from Los Angeles, from New York, um, from the UK, from Denmark. Um, overseas. I cover a lot of different designers, at least so that I can be different. I don't want to carry the same thing. If you want the same old, same old, you can go to Macy's, you can go to yep. Bloomingdale's. Yep. Uh, boutique should be really different. And I learn about the suppliers like uh, Samuel Dong, who I talked about earlier. He's an Asian designer, um, but he bad. And he's, he's very unique in his prints and his colors. And he also fit curvy girls. Mm. So that's a good seller for me because it's it's nice to have a dressy outfit that can fit you and fit you properly. Even though he's Asian, he covers for women like me. And he's actually coming to do a trunk show for me this year. So I'm excited about that. The actual designer, we have such a good relationship. He's coming this November to do a trunk show in my boutique. Wow. And I try to know my designers and I also try to network with them as well. And, you know, in terms, this is how how we made the connection where he's actually going to come and do a trunk show. He's going to come the night before and set up in my boutique and do a trunk show for me in November. Wow. Now, will this be the first one for you? This will be the first <laughs> that he's ever done that for me. But um, okay. let me not forget to say I do court. I do coordinate. Um, not coordinate. I do work with a lot of different other businesses. This Saturday, we're going to have Lulu James come to our building. Mm. Uh, she does. She just came off of the, um, the New York Fashion Week. She sells fur. She makes different designs. She has all kinds of pieces. I have a few of them myself. Meek Mills has worked with her. A lot of celebrities, a lot of rappers. Um, she, she the bomb and she's black owned. I work with other companies, Polek Furs. Um, we did something with them earlier. We did a vision board brunch earlier we did something with Polak first so i do work with different um businesses and different um entrepreneurs i showcase them on my platform and i also showcase them in my boutique just so that we can you know we can love on each other your client may not know about me i may not know about your client but now they can know about both of us under one roof and yeah. you know, they can they can shop with both of us so i share i have on a, a lip that's from one of my girlfriends that do my makeup. When I do different things, I wear more of a glam makeup. So she's carrying a lipstick. Um, Kadora, she works with New York Fashion Week and so forth. So as I meet people, in a nutshell, if there's anything that I could do on my platform, if there's anything that I can do to support them, I'm going to support them. And they have been supporting me. So it goes both ways. Yeah. So I, I work with a lot of women. I can name drop a lot of people that I've helped. <laughs> Um, I belong to certain organizations where it's just women. BMTA is an organization I started a couple years ago 
we did fashion shows. Um, we did a lot of different um, things. There's some things on my page that I could talk about, but we did a blackout where only black entrepreneurs came to an event. We had um, funding from different congressmen. We had entertainment. We had sponsorship. We did. We I work with a lot of people. I, did I don't the thing. Did the thing. Yeah. I don't mind working with people. As long yeah. as you want to go, I work with you. You know, and the love is back and forth. You know, I've supported a lot of people, but a lot of people supported me as well. Amen. That's what see, that's where what is go. it about the fashion shows? Like the putting one together. Show. Yes, like putting one together. Like, how is that? How, what goes behind the scenes with that? The fashion shows are fabulous. Um, normally for my fashion shows, it's a little different because I'm in Chestnut Hill, but we don't we don't quite turn up, but we turn up enough. We usually have <laughs> PJ, we have us uh, some champagne, some wine, we have a good time, we do raffles. Um, you will see various people don't have to be a certain person to model my staff a model the clothes i have my customers come up and model the clothes um i have a tc unlimited line a leisure wear line that's dedicated to my aunt so we you know i do the untraditional stuff but i do yeah. the administration stuff too you know but the fashion shows is basically bringing out a new line of designers that we're carrying in our boutique and sometimes people do like to see them on an actual person mm. so when you come to a fashion show uh, we give away gift bags. We also get a chance to see it, touch it, fill it up close, a person. You can try it on. So the fashion shows just give you that, you know, that first dibs on checking it out before it actually hit the store. So um, I like to do them at least once a year, usually two times a year if I can fit it in for each season. But once a year, I usually do a big fashion show. And now that I have the space because I moved into a bigger space, I have a two-story building now. We use the whole building. So we just move out the the merchandise, we put the red carpet in the front, put the red carpet throughout the store, and we just play some music, and, you know, we make it fun, and people love them. They love them. Yeah, we got to go to the next one, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> we we got to go to the next one. We got to check the next one. I told you I can talk. <laughs> yeah, we got we to gotta get over there and see what's good. At least just get us a seat. You know, we don't, we don't know what's going on. We just want to see the clothes. Listen, you're more than welcome <laughs> to come. Yes, I'll definitely, definitely. Like, just like I'm on here now, I'm actually putting it on my live right now. So my live has been on. So I'm telling people about Jimmy Bonds. Y'all got to follow him. Y'all got to check him out. What's the phone number again? That's 844-844-1244. 1244. Yeah, it's that easy. 844-844-1244. Don't call and ask questions and you'll find out what your girl's doing over here. Listen, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, hit, hit me up. Hit me up. We got, yeah. we got the phone lines open. Hit me up. Hit me up. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. That's love right there. Hey, hey, look, you're going to get some calls. That's, that's love right now. I know I am. You over here letting it loose. I know I am. I know I am. It, but you know, bars. You know, she dropping them, bro. She yeah, dropping drop bars, bars and everything. She got she we dropping. Gotta help, we gotta help each other. I have. <laughs> I, let me tell you, my voice does not go unveined. If I used to be shy, and somehow, some way, when I started getting into sales, um, I'm not a hard salesperson. I, I, the mouth just kept going. It didn't stop from me being quiet for so long, being that little nerdy chick. Um, it changed. And I think it, it was for the benefit of me. It made me grow and made me blossom. And it also made me get to know people on a different level before I kind of was like quiet and timid about things or shy. Definitely. And um, as long as I have a voice, uh, I share it now. I just started. I have three things going on this week. So you, Saturday to uh, Lulu James uh, this Monday, we took pictures I am part of the Chestnut Hill Business Association. I did two okay. terms 
where I was on there as an active member. I'm still an active member, but I just started where we didn't have any recognition for Black History Month. I'm like, huh? All these Black businesses up here? I'm yeah. one of the very first. And you mean to tell me we have grown? When I tell you 90% of the people that have um, opened up new businesses in Chestnut Hill look like me. Mm, they went to value. Yes, they look like me, 90%, because I stay on top of the data, too, because I go to the meetings. Yeah. We have a retail yeah. meeting. We have a general meeting. So I'm no longer running. I have to take a year off, and then I'll come back on if need be, and they vote you in. But mm -hmm. I did two terms. And so I brought that to their attention when we had a meeting. I said, hey, we ain't doing that for Black History Month. Um, it's a lot of black businesses, even if you just shout, shout them out. We have Fox News, 10-6, everybody coming here for candies, cakes, and everything else that's being sold in this area. Yeah. What about the black businesses? Yeah. So me and my mouth, we now have, um, we had a page on the website. If you look it up, there is a black business where you can actually go to the directory and list every black business that's up there from people selling flowers to cake to tailors to shoes. There is spices. There are so many black businesses up Chestnut Hill, but a lot of black people do not know about it. Every yeah. when I first came here, it was like Chestnut Hill. What was up there? <laughs> Where's that at? <laughs> you know. And still to this day, like how you been? How long you been here? I'm like six years. They were like, we didn't know it was a black business, but they'll yeah. see my windows displaying. They're coming like, this is a black owned. I'm like, mm hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. Story short, I was like, we need to do more for the black businesses, especially. We do a lot of us up here there are new businesses so guess what they did they highlight your boo the other day they highlighting every black business for the last week or two in the month of february and they said it will continue throughout the year they want to do a more better job of highlighting some of the black businesses there we did we took a black business picture that they posted on a website i gathered all the people that were black that could come out on monday and we took a picture in front of the chestnut hill sign and now you can see some of us. So now you don't yeah. have to just click on our links and say, who's that? There are black businesses up here. Definitely. There is a black Wall Street up at Chestnut Hill, family. Yes. In case y'all yeah. ain't know about it, there is black, there's a black ride. Wall Street at Chestnut Hill. And you need to go yeah. check it out for your betterment. Because, you know, we, we, we always screaming, they, we don't be doing nothing. They don't support black businesses. It's yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. Go support them. They have Chestnut Hill. I'm going to tell you a quick story before we take a break. So I was talking to a friend of mine earlier and I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be interviewing, you know, Kia Chesney from TC Unlimited Boutique. You check, you check out her stuff. She shops. She's a big shopper, right? Okay. So I sent her your information. I just sent her your, the name of the name of the business and the address. She Googling it. Next thing I know, she's like, yeah, I just sent it to six of my friends and they sent it to 12 of their friends and they sent it to 20 of their friends. And this is how business grow. This is how it is. The main thing she told me was we have to support each other. We have to because no one else is going to do it. So I think, you know, even with that short little story, because you might get, a, you know, you might get an influx on a Saturday and be like, well, where do these people come from? Any, any, anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Anything like that. We have to make sure that we support each other in all that we do. I don't care what kind of store you have. If you have a bakery, you got a coffee shop, you got a boutique. We have to support each other because the black dollar is the, the biggest spending dollar in America. We spend more than anybody else. And if we're spending on ourselves and our, and our families and our culture, it's going to go a lot further than anywhere else. Absolutely. So, I'm going to let Debbie say we're going to take a quick break. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 
844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast or Philadelphia Radio, the indie station for the indie nation. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Michael from Upper Darby. Listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Welcome back to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We thank you for listening. Remember, family, you can call us at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And welcome back to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Remember, family, you can call us with your comments or questions at 844-844-1244. Again, it's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, it's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we are interviewing the lovely Miss Kia Chestnut with TC Unlimited Boutique up in Chestnut Hill. Check it out. She's been dropping bars on both segments as usual, family. Sometimes you get somebody on your podcast and you just got to let them go. You got to let them just express how they feel, drop their knowledge, drop their wisdom. Because, you know, I always say if you be quiet, you can learn a lot more than if you're talking. So, you know, Kia, I really appreciate you coming on tonight. I think on this segment, we're going to talk about what you have going on in the future. So we talked, you know, we talked about you're going to have um, one of your designers come in and do a trunk show. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Just, just, I know, you know, he's a, he's a pretty big designer. So this is a big deal. Can you talk to us about yes. it a little bit? Yes. Check out Samuel Dong. You can actually Google him. He's an Asian designer. Um, he has a warehouse in New Jersey, but of course he's Asian. So his, his designs, his patterns, his um, materials are very unique and they're really good for a lot of my, um, clients love him because he has a lot of statement pieces. I mean, you can wear his jackets as a dress. I have a lot of customers that just strictly buy Samuel Dung from me. Um, as soon mm. as they come in, um, I'm sending them pictures before I can even post them. He's really unique in colors and fashions and blends. Um, and he keeps up with the trends. Um, one of the things he did, I just went to a show. He's going to do a show for me in November, but I actually went to a show and I took some pictures of some of the items that's going to be dropping in November. So they're not even ready yet. So I'm watching the samples and I see that it's pink and green. For everybody who do know me, I love pink and green. Those are my favorite colors. No, I'm not an AKA. I was just about to say, you AKA? <laughs> no, maybe one day. Um, you know, still on the brain, but um, I was I didn't go to the, the formal way of college. I actually graduated from Paris Business School, so I didn't um, live on campus to pledge, but I might be able to do graduate, but I know I have a lot of uh, AKA clients. Um, the police commissioner, she's an AKA. Our vice mm. president is an AKA, so I have a lot of people that are AKA. So I sent the pictures out to my AKA girls, my AKA girlfriends. And they like, yo, I need a deposit. When is it going to come? We have Boule. We have regionals next week. I need this dress as soon as possible. So long story short, he did allow me to take pictures to send them out. All designers don't do that. But I pre-order 
and I've been keeping account with him probably since the early 2000s. So now I already have clientele waiting for his items. So when he coming through the trunk show, oh, it's gonna shut it down. They're gonna they're gonna be like it's gonna be stupid. Yeah, it's it's gonna shut it down. So the demand, the tease, it's there. Oh my goodness, that's gonna be fine. I'm proud that actually would like to work with me. I'm quite sure he doesn't do this for all his clients because, you know, he's a busy man. But when he gave me the opportunity to do a trunk show and pick my date in November, I was all, I was like, do you need me to pay for your hotel stuff? Your per diem. Let me, let me take care of your per diem too. Whatever you need. I got you. No, really. He said no cost. No cost. Oh, amen. Like, this is love. This is Yo, love. Yeah. He's coming. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to. He's also, um, um, there is a, another young lady who is here locally. She worked with Dapper Dan. She worked with Meek Mill. She worked with a lot of different um, people in the industry, and she has some funky, funky pieces. She's going to be um, launching her Lulu, Lulu James. Um, I should have put it on Lulu James um, line, and she's having a sale. She's having mm-hmm. a sale. So she's coming to my boutique Saturday. When I tell you I like some luxury stuff, I have those big furry hats. I have a coat that have an LV print embedded in it, and it's a mink that she made. She can reshape and she can um, redesign any kind of clothes. And she's been doing it since the Dapper Dan days for the rappers, for the different people in the streets that like a little flashiness, a little yeah. baldness. Yeah. And you know, she she's doing it. But her pieces are amazing, so she'll be here this Saturday, um, and she's doing a sale on some of her items. So she's workable price point. Um, lover and we looking forward to seeing her this saturday we also are having sipping shops and different vision boards throughout the year we have a sewing classes with another designer who is doing sewing classes at my building in april at the ramadan i believe um she's going to be doing sewing classes so we have a lot of different things to help our women um grow but also introduce them to different things that other boutiques just don't do but yeah. we are we're girlfriends, we're sisterhood, we network. That's what I was, yeah, that's what um, I was saying. Like, yeah, you know, she Ty, she I'm killed so it over this job, bro. She killed it. Yeah. One I'm thing we know, and I, I now you know, I can talk to you all day, right? But <laughs> one of the things I wanted to find out was when you know, in our pre-production, we talked about um the perspective of the, the employer. We talked about this, right? Drop and, the glass, okay? <laughs> Drop the glass. <laughs> And I mean, you you were expressing how, in a lot of ways, you know, just us in general, we look at the employee. You know, we everybody take the employee side. You know, oh, they ain't take, they ain't paying you enough hours. You need to leave. Or they ain't paying you enough money. You need to leave. But we never really hear how the employer feels or, or what their perspectives are. So I, I kind of wanted to give you the, the the floor for this because there are many employers and entrepreneurs, people with businesses that that can't get to where they need to get to by themselves. So they need good help. You and need it. you definitely do. You know what I mean? In a lot of ways, it's hard to find. So talk talk to us about that a little bit. Since COVID, I must say the personnel has been a struggle for my business. I've hired probably at least four or five people and they may last two months, a week or less. To find good help, good work ethics is very difficult. I'm actually talking to um, a business coach in regards of trying to find good help. I I did indeed. I paid for, you know, looking for great candidates. But um, for some reason, I think everybody wants to be an entrepreneur or they just lazy or they don't want to work or they just have 105 excuses. 
And I'm I'm a boss, but I'm a worker. Like I'm going to work side by side with you. I'm going to get the job done. Mm -hmm. um, there's nothing that I can't do with TC Unlimited that I haven't done that I wouldn't ask of you. But um, some of the younger, um, some of the younger people are a little bit more difficult because you have to really like train them. You really have to mold them. You really have to prepare them because maybe they're not really experienced. And I do have um, a couple young people working for me. And have over the years, I have uh, two of them that made it to college and they do come back on a spring breaks and holiday breaks to help me out in the summer as well. And they, they're phenomenal. I wish I can keep them all year round, but, you know, they are pursuing the education, but it is difficult. It is very stressful. I have have to say this, that we look like it's easy. We make it seem like it's easy, but we have so many hats that we are wearing on a day-to-day -day basis, not to mention your family, your children, and other things that you may have that's personal. Yeah. But it's, it's a struggle. And to me, I think it's very stressful <laughs> and have been very stressful after the pandemic because simply not finding quality people, not being able to, you know, I normally turn around, this is really the truth, for my lives, because when I was home, my turnaround was in 24 hours. And I think a mm. lot of people like that. So kind of like an Amazon. Soon as I finish giving you your, your total, I'm getting your label together, packing you up, and you going to the post office the next day. For the most part, I could do that with a little bit of assistance. But when you don't have that assistance, what happens? I'm up to 11, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning getting it done because I have started this you know, this, um, this requirement, my customers expect this and I don't want to let them down. That's why mm -hmm. they still continue to pursue business with me because the expectation is that I can make sure I can get this turned around in 48 hours. So not having help, it, it wears on you. So now yeah. I'm up yeah. you know, and then I got to get up early in the morning. You know, I still got to take my child to school or get to the doctor or do what I got to do, but my job takes priority. You don't get to fun time that you want to have, like nine to five people, you get to go out to dinner, you get to do some things. I make a lot of sacrifices just to maintain TC Unlimited. So a lot of people don't talk about that because mm. they're complaining, but mm -hmm. it's reality. Yes. My voice is all jacked up this morning. I still <laughs> took my butt to work. I went to the doctors, got some medicine, had a fender bender on the way, probably got to pay for a new, uh, a uh, new uh, bumper, not a bumper, but the grill of my bumper of my SUV is cracked up. But guess what? I put that bumper with a man that I hit because I did hit somebody by accident. <laughs> um, but his car was fine. Mine was jacked up. So he put the bumper piece in the back of my car in the, um, in the hatch part of my trunk. And I went on to the doctor appointment and I went on to work. I called an auto body guy like, yo, this is what it looked like. Here's a video. Here's a picture. You let me know if you can order this part. What are we going to do? And I kept on, I kept on moving. Yeah. If, I, if I didn't do that, guess what? What, what, what would I do? Like the yeah. orders the live had to be done. I had a podcast to do. I had too much stuff on. Look, No excuses. No excuses. None. I don't want to hear no excuses. Look, look, she she breaking it down. Next time somebody tell me, Jimmy, I can't do that, I'm gonna be like, nah, no excuses. No, if you, no I don't excuses. care if you're the fender bender and you gotta go to the doctor. No excuses. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm I'm here. I got my medicine. In me. No, I'm it's, it's key. And my fender bender is in my trunk. And whenever you call me, 
I'll get that rectified <laughs> too. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, you have standards. That's really what it is. You have standards that you set, standard for yourself as well as standards for your clients. And you can't drop your standard because yeah. you don't have the proper support. And I think a lot of people don't understand that as entrepreneurs, when you're doing something, if you got to get it done, you got to get it done. You know, don't call me a boss. I hate that word boss. Don't call me a boss. Call me somebody who who gets it done, get the job done. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about. If you can't do it yourself, you shouldn't be in the game. If You know, period. If you got to, sometimes we got to outsource. It's true. We have to outsource. Mm-hmm. But on everything else, if you can get it done, get it done. Get you it know? done. And not to mention, we I get beat up mentally. Um, people take a lot and put a lot on you. I yeah, have the do. Karens that come in there that, <laughs> whew, y'all know what the Karens do, right? Oh, I I get it from all angles sometimes. It's, it's nice wow. and pretty. Most of the times you can tie it up in a pretty bow, but then yeah. just the other day, one of my clients, one of my employees, true story, I think she left because she had to deal with a Karen, and this Karen was so annoying. She's a good customer. She spends really good. But when she come in here, is Kia here? Because Kia will let me do this. Kia will do this. Kia will do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. She, yeah. She gave her the business so bad one Sunday. The young lady texts me. I need to talk to you. Um, my last day is Tuesday. That was the next business <laughs> day. And I ain't never. Listen, she didn't even come in Tuesday. So <laughs> I talked to Miss Karen. We're going to call her Miss Karen. Because she made her feel so uncomfortable. The whole staff was uncomfortable. She gave them the business. When I tell you she gave them the business that I had to pull it to the side when she did come in. And now I got to deal with this on top of everything else I got to deal with. Miss Karen, you can't mess it up for everybody. Everybody, you can't mess it up for everybody. We got to keep the business going, Miss Karen. I know know you get catered to, but you can't mess it up, Miss Karen. Come on. I go through that too. But they're not Karen. They're Tamika, Sharita, <laughs> Shawanda, Tawanda. <laughs> Listen, I get that too, but you know, you, you could kind of know how to deal with different yeah. people. Unless yeah. they have some other issues. You do have people that have mental issues and other personal things that's going on. I have people that deal with death, especially through COVID. I must have dealt with so many. I sent flowers and cards and hugs and prayers. I mean, a lot of my clients was dealing with that. I mean, from their parents to their children. And so they come in because we we open like that. You can talk to me or whatever. And they may want me to dress their loved one, you know? So I got to take on that armor of, you know, those emotions. I get emotional. I'm a Scorpio. I get emotional. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you telling me somebody passed and they was dealing with this. I had a customer. Um, her name was Miss, um, I'm going to say her name was E. Williams. And she was ringing a bell. She was dealing with cancer. She she loved my shop. And her daughter sent me a message. She didn't make it. She she didn't survive. Like, that hurt my heart because I was like, wow, I was just praying for this lady. We was just talking about she rang the bell. And then to get that kind of message. So you deal with a lot of that as well. And you still try to function throughout your day. But when you get those kind of messages and, you know, all you can sit back and do is, like, hug them and, shed a tear or two or you know now it's in my thoughts all day long you know what i mean like so i'm carrying a lot of stuff sometimes too from my customers whether it's good bad or just indifferent you know you you, you're hearing a lot of stuff you know what i mean you're like a sponge you are all in you are you 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 are you're you're a therapist as well as a a, i mean it's not just about fashion and clothes at that point you know that's why knowing your knowing your clientele is important because 
You know, you got to know how to deal with each, each individual person on their level. And that's why when I said that you were understanding and compassion, I really meant that. I wasn't just making that up. Like you have to have a certain je ne sais quoi, a certain bedside manner. You know, it's just you have to have that in order to conduct the business, particularly when you're dealing with us as black people. Like, you know, we're not all the same. So you have to have some kind of, you know, just some kind of finesse with it at all times. And it goes a long way. It stretches it stretches your name. It stretches what people put their faith in you. You know what I mean? I know if I go see Miss Kia, I know I'm going through this right now, but I know she's going to understand. You know what I mean? She's going she's gonna to feel, she's, she's not going to let me, you know, feel, feel bad about the situation. She's going to try to help me, you know, leave better than what I came in. And exactly. I think. That's I think at the end of the day, that's that's your goal. You know, that's that's yeah, definitely your definitely, goal. Definitely. Yeah. I want you to feel confident, feel better than where you were when you came in here. And if I can do anything, you know, to just make you feel better, and you don't necessarily have to buy anything, but if I can just give you a little bit of, you know, inspiration, pray with you, um, I'm here for that because yeah. I would I would appreciate if someone did it for me and it just give it that more personal touch. We are girlfriends. We are here for each other. I am my sister's keeper. Um, I am in business because people support me and have been there for me. I've dealt with a lot of death and different things through the COVID as well. And so it's just nice that we can all lean on each other. You know, when you at work, you want to be in work mode most of the time. Right. But there's times that, you know, you hear something or you feel something and um, your customers can relate to you and I can relate to them. You know what I mean? Things sometimes just it just take over now and it's like i don't even want to do the live like let's just sit back and pray let's just sit back and be there for each other like you know yeah. um yeah. some people don't have that and with social media with i learned even back in the day I used to, like people put all that junk on here i'm not gonna be on facebook talking about this talking about that i can't stand when people put all their problems on it <laughs> but i learned that with my lives me selling on live that you know you could be an inspiration to somebody you could you could put the good out there you can um uplift somebody and sometimes my customers they might just come on and say hey i just want to say hello i'm in and out just want to say hello and it's my birthday and then we start singing happy birthday to them you know so sometimes people just need to you know they need an ear they need somebody to just know that they're there just know Definitely. that they're there and if i can do it in the short time that i'm on live i'm there if you come in I'll do it the best I can. You know, sometimes yeah. I'm busy, but I do try to make time for people. Make time for people. That's something that we don't do that often. That's so, so real. That's so real. You know, listen, as, as I said before, I can talk to you all day. Ty, I, I'm going to let you ask her la last question, bro, because I know we got to go. Go Ty, ahead, man. all yours, Ty. He just took all of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, you've touched on a lot of things um, this evening. What sets you apart from the other boutiques? Not to brag, but I mean, you are the queen at this. So what Thank sets you. you apart from the rest? Being real, being real and being myself. You cannot duplicate me. I can't duplicate you. I try to be as real, as genuine, as kind as I know how. This is how, this is me. This is how I was raised. This is how I look at life. You know, this is how I want to be treated. I'm going to treat you the way you want to be treated. Just mm -hmm. like, you know, you come somewhere and you feel comfortable, you know. So I think being real, treat people the way they need to be treated, and just being there for one another. And I mean it. And it shows, um, not to brag, like you said, it shows by the customers that come in, that look for me even when I'm not there. It shows how, you know, my sales has grown. 
it shows how I get along with most people. If you hear somebody saying something negative or had a bad experience, that's rare. Um, I'm going to work it out if we have a difference. I'm going to take the time. I'm not here just to do it because it's a lucrative business. I'm here to appease my customer, satisfy my customer, and keep this money in our community because what I do also support other people. I have at least four or five people working for me um, at any given time. So I have a staff that I, I, you know, I have to look out for as well. I have bills too, but, you know, I also know that, you know, it's important to shop small. And I did push that a lot when we did the COVID shop small, shop with the brown, um, shop with the black people, because if we don't do it, no one else is doing it. So we got to value ourselves. We got to show integrity. We got to be example so that we don't keep hearing the different narratives. You know, they always say, well, I shop with black people. They this, they that. Um, you don't get that from, from TC Unlimited. I think that's what makes me different. You don't get that. And anybody that I connect to or that I network with, we all we all doing the same thing. And we all trying to survive at this. And we all trying to bring you the best of us. And if we fall short, give us a chance to you know rectify it. If yeah. something goes wrong, give us a chance. But don't just count us out and put us in that barrel. We all doing this. We all doing that. No, everybody, every black business is not like that. I have EIS, LLCs. I have a business account. I run my business like a business. And that's yeah. a key thing that um, some people don't do that when you said earlier about the don't run your business like a business, but still treat people the way they need to be treated. Make sure your customer service is 120. Don't just give 100. Give a little extra because they're expecting me. Like I'm in a predominantly white area. You know what I mean? Who would think I would be there for six years? They're expecting this little brown girl that like have the jacked up signs and looking all crazy or have complaints. But yet, you know what I hear? Oh, we see people coming into your boutique. We know the bag because I have signature bags with my name on it or they're pink oh, yeah. animal print. Oh, yeah. I see the bags up and down the hill. I was like, mm. and they come in there like, we see the bags. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I'm doing something. <laughs> I'm doing something right. You know, so. Amen. I'm, I'm happy that um, the things is looking really good for me and I hope that they continue to grow and hope that they continue to look even better because if I can do better, I'm leading and inspiring my nieces, my girlfriends, yes. my other fellow women, my other fellow businesses. We could do this. Yeah. We, do this. we definitely can. Yeah. Yeah. Nay says that um, she says boutiques are so important to society. And yes. I, I think, that's kind of like an understatement. I think it is because um, the uniqueness of them allows us to go places that we, we that we can't go nowadays. You know, mm-hmm. talking to some talking to some other women I know. You know, they were like, "Express used to have this. Now they don't. They mm-hmm. cut they cut the sizes down. So I can't shop there anymore. I can't mm-hmm. really shop at Macy's because they don't have the stuff that fits my curves. That's what this is what I'm hearing women say. I'm not making this up, right? Mm-hmm. So. I think having having something for women of of our hue to go to it's not just about shopping it's really about camaraderie it's really about family it's really about going to an environment where you know you're going to get what you get what you're looking for and you're going to walk out better than how you walked in that's just my that's just how I feel like every business model should be but of course that's not the case that's what makes you unique and in it by itself you know so kudos much love Big ups, like she over here killing it. Ty. I don't even know. But I, look, I ain't got nothing else to say. When I when I have when I'm out of questions, you know the, the game. It's a rap. It's a rap, bro. Oh, but son is gonna have to do that TikTok with her now. He has to <laughs> oh, do the TikTok goodness. with you now. Yes. She's gonna drop the right? bars. Yes, you know, you know the- <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to work on it. Yeah. Really, uh, yo, that's crazy. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to stay on top of the trend. I, I hear TikTok, you. But, um, they, you know, TikTok is also, and that's another thing that I will point out. You gotta know the market right now. Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, TikTok is a key component in any business with sales, any yeah. business actually at this point, because you're reaching the masses, you're reaching more people. People are not always walking in brick and mortars. Don't don't get me wrong. Where we at? We're visible. We have a nice storefront, but people are not always going. They're going to TikTok and typing in, okay, Kia had this blue sweater and blue sweaters. And they looking for the merchandise, how you do this style, hairstyle, whatever. So yeah. you need to be on some of these platforms. And before, a long time ago, I was not really for it because I thought it was invading my privacy and all that kind of stuff. But now I create content. Anything I do that I think that my clientele or people would like to follow, restaurants, my trips, whatever. When I went to New York Fashion Week, whatever, I put it on my on my Facebook, on my LinkedIn, so people can see it. Because some people are not going to go to these places, but they inspire to go to these places, especially if you put it out there and you look like me. If yep. I could do it, you could do it. So yep. um, I think that's important. Check out these platforms. Use them to their benefits. They're free. In most cases, they're free. And we shouldn't be afraid of them because guess what? You'll grow in so many ways, even if you think about it like this, okay, I'm not selling on it. I don't sell a lot on none of them either, but I'm on there and I'm relevant and people know about me. It's not too many people who know me on there don't refer somebody to me or don't know somebody that knows me in some mm -hmm. shape, form, or way. So um, I will encourage people to do that as well. Don't be afraid of the social media. Um, just use it for good. Use it for good. Use it for putting content out there that matters. Um, that's key. And that's what I try to do. Um, I use it to benefit my business, but I also use it to inspire and uplift women. Definitely. And men for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I'm, I'm sitting around. Okay. When are you going to get the men's men's stock in? Cause I, I need to you know, say this. I'm you know, my, look, like I'm not married no more. She's dressed me. I can't, you know, I need somebody to find a dress me. I need, I need to get that together. You know, I, that's why you see me just in a hoodie. I just wear hoodies and sweatpants everywhere now. Cause, no, cause I, I, <laughs> listen, you wear a hoodie and sweatpants. We did a whole men's line. We have a few men's stuff left, but men do not shop like women shop. So we oh, no, carry accessories. Um, but we never really, uh, like that's a lane I, I played with a little bit to see. And I had some clients asking for it and so forth. And I even sons and nephews asked them to model. They wasn't interested, but it's not a real strong market for me, maybe because I don't really put a big effort in it. But, um, I do have a couple cl clients that are guys. Um, so when they need something specific, they usually kind of privately text me or, contact me and I kind of like, you know, shop for them. I'd rather shop for them than to carry a whole line of, you know, these kind of polo tops or whatever the case may be. And then they like, well, I only like the white color. I don't want blue. And now <laughs> I got white, blue and purple. No, I don't like wearing purple. So yeah. it's like, that's not really my specialty. Yeah. But I try to, you know, appease the ones that do want me to do it for them. I'm like, I'll shop for you when I'm looking at suppliers. Let me know what you need. If you need me to style you, I'll style you. But, um, we don't carry too much men stuff because uh, I guess, you know, y'all know what y'all like. And Listen, I <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. She used to dress me. I ain't got nobody to dress me now. I just get dressed. I guess this is okay. <laughs> well, I'll put it out there. I got a couple single girlfriends. 
Hey, hey, hey. I need some help. I need some help, mamas. I do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> let me know. Look, no, on that though, let me let me wrap this up before I get in trouble. Yes. Let me wrap this up before I get in trouble. But listen, on, on realness, um, you know, I'm super thankful. Ty, super thankful. Philadelphia Radio, Jimmy Bond's podcast. We are so thankful for you coming on tonight, sharing your story, your expertise, your experience, everything that you that you do. And, you know, in all honesty, I've learned a lot tonight. Um, I didn't know a lot about fashion. I didn't know a lot about how boutiques work. And, you know, you going into it allowed me to look at it from a different perspective and appreciate it more. So I greatly, I greatly thank you for coming on and, and showing us just, just how you work and what you do. You know what I mean? It's That's phenomenal. Todd, like, I don't know about you, Todd, but I'm always like, okay, yeah. so how does this work? How do they get these clothes on here? And who, I was who taking they... notes the inside time. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Right. I was taking so notes. What's, yeah, so what's going notes. on? So, I mean, like, you you taught us, and that's what me and Ty always are looking for. Like, okay. you know, can we be educated, too? Like, I'm not just sitting here hosting. I just I want to find out what's going on. Like, not nah, <laughs> tell me. God, I can give you some tips to start You know what I'm saying? Edu- shoot, we, we both got businesses. We both over here like, yo, Ty, did you write, did you write that down? You use, <laughs> use what again? Yes. Right. Use that <laughs> one. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so. It's free, exactly, exactly. But uh, but I'm really thankful for you to coming on and sharing your experiences. Um, You're welcome. Wanted to find out from yeah. you. Listen, no, no, you're always welcome. You're always welcome. This ain't gonna be the last time you on here with it. So I just, I just, I'm gonna call that out right now. This ain't gonna be the last time. <laughs> but um, you know, I want to ask you, like, who would you want to dedicate this podcast to? I would definitely dedicate. I was uh, wearing it. I should have had it on a day. I love jewelry, so I have a nice piece in here. That has my auntie and my brother on here. I'm about to drop something. So this is my auntie. She's on a candle. She's all all throughout my desk. And my brother. My brother's birthday was yesterday. I was at the cemetery visiting him. My brother was murdered in 2012. Um, He was my gentle giant. He's my Mm. baby brother. But he was murdered then. Recently, right before pandemic, my aunt, who I dedicated my leisure line to, my aunt was murdered. And um, I get a lot of things from both of them. My aunt was uh, the woman who was um, helping foster kids in Germantown. And the foster kid killed her after three years. This happened about three years ago. So we're going through the court proceeding to get justice for the young man. He was a foster care child that killed uh, like uh, two people leading up to my aunt. Um, definitely some issues there um, that he needed help, but they placed him with my aunt without mm. giving full clarification of his background. Uh, so she, she, you know, lost her life. She meant the world to me. She, she, the reason I'm the diva, the lady that I am. But mm. um, um, so I do a lot with them in mind and I dedicate this to them because they're super special to me. Um, I don't think I would be half the person I am if I didn't have them in my life. And um, I'm just trying to make them proud every day um, for all that I do and leave some kind of legacy for my three boys that I do have. I have three grown boys. Um, and, you know, just you ha- it gives me a purpose. I wish they could see everything I'm doing now. I would be it'd be a listen. I know they would be proud of me without even saying it, but. Just knowing what I lost and what I gained keeps me going, keeps me going. They, they keep going. They all over this office. If if I was to turn the camera around, you'll see all kinds of accolades 
and things that I've been through um, from my degrees, taking pictures with them and so forth and pictures of them all around me. So they 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 watch over me. So Amen. I'm dedicating this to Amen. them. And I have a piece, I must have left it upstairs with the, both of them on it. There's two hearts. So even though they died, you know, tragedy years apart from each other, I carry them with me in my mind and my heart. But I have a piece that I um, bought for them. So not to give you a long drawn out story, but they mm -hmm. my hearts and um, they keep me going. And I'm glad to have them in my life. Man. Make me want to do these things, you know. Yeah. Man, no, no doubt, no doubt. My, uh, our condolences to you, definitely. You know, definitely our condolences. Um, is you know, can you can you let the people know where to find you? Can you can you drop all your your bars and your jewels where to go? You know, please. Yes, I want to shout out to Yane for connecting us. Special shout out for her if she wants. Yane, publicist ground, you publicist ground. You got to please go check my sister out. Please go check her out. Check her out. Thank you, Yane, for everything. And also, you can locate, you can find me. I'm located in Chestnut Hill, 8518 Germantown Avenue, um, not far from East Oak Lane in Germantown. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, tcunlimited-unlimited.com is our website. Um, Instagram, we got like three pages. You can follow either one of them. We Fashionista Lady 19, Shop TC Unlimited, and TC Unlimited Fly. So I thank you for having me. And if um, anybody needs to contact me, please feel free. Drop in. Give us a call. Check us out. We, we, we're here for you. Oh, and they got some stuff for you, ladies. You know, I, I've seen it. <clears throat> Girl, I was talking to you earlier. It was like, oh, look at this. Look at what she got. Oh, my goodness. Look at these pieces. I got to tell my girlfriend about this. Now, I just sent it out. Look at this. I was like, okay, all right. Are you welcome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like right? I'm just saying, you, know, you can check out her stuff. You know, you might like it. And she just evidently liked all of it. So, you Thank know, I, you. I, Thank I, listen, you. you're, doing, you're doing phenomenal, fantastic stuff over here, Miss Kia. And, you, you know, we, we were so blessed to have you on tonight and share your story, all of your story, not just your business, but who you are. And that's really what we love. That's what we appreciate. Um, Todd, you know, I got to end the show right now, unfortunately. I could do this all day, but family, I want to thank y'all for always tuning in. Make sure you leave us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. It's J-I-W-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. And again, family, we're not in the COVID-19 pandemic anymore, but make sure you wear your mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing. Don't be up on people too much. It's still going on out there. So just be careful and make sure you tell your friends and your family that you love them because you never know when you might get a second chance. I'm Jimmy Bonds, my boy Ty, my sister Lucy, Philadelphia Radio, Jimmy Bonds Podcast. We out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bond's podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. You can also email us at jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's jimmybondspodcast at gmail.com. That's J-I-M-M-Y-B-O-N-D-S podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic. So please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted. 
and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So until the next episode, you can find me on Good Hope Road, screaming, stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm out. Fight on, come on. Fight on.